0: Hello, Hello and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an I. The podcast where we go through the entire filmography of Tony Collette. I'm Sam. I'm Jake. And joining us today, we have two very special guests Mr. Andrew Dombrowski. Hello. And Mr. Andy Schartzer, who has not arrived yet, but he will be joining us shortly. Yes. So let's vamp for time until he gets here. Uh, (laughs) You want to vamp? Yeah, that's what it's called when you like stall for time. But I know, vamping but is a musical term. So, you for don't it.
1: want to start the conversation about this
2: film yet?
0: Let's talk about some personal news. Andrew, do you have any personal news going on at the moment?
2: Not quite, actually. Um, you know, it's the same old, same old. Um, Tell I us guess... about yourself. <clears throat> yeah, so... <laughs> Introduce I... us to yourself. Who yeah, are you? Yeah, I mean, we could talk about how all of you know me. Um, so <laughs> I'm, a, I'm I'm, kind of the town uh, 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 bar fly, and uh, that's how Jake <laughs> met me. And actually, that's how I met you, Sam, as well, yeah. um, at one of the bars. And um, I, you know, usually carry on the book, and that's actually how I started talking with uh, Jake and his boyfriend Brandon and um, now I'm here
1: yes you listen to the podcast
2: I do I do Um, so Muriel's wedding was one of my favorite ones I know that's a that's an early one yeah Um, and that was that was good you see the movie many years ago so it was it was uh,
0: so good right
2: yeah Um, I forgot how weird it was too yeah what's weirder that movie or the movie we're going to talk about today Ooh. I thought that one was weirder. <laughs> I thought this one, yeah, no, this this one um, definitely fell more within um, indie films of the early two thousands. Um, I guess you're right, and yeah. I would say it's more of a straightforward drama. And you know, there's kind of, I mean, it's not really a thriller, but there's definitely some, yeah, in it, terms of how she scary. emoted herself. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, she kind of played certain scenes like it was a thriller. That's true. She you kind know. of plays even the most,
1: like, suburban movies. Like, they're thrillers sometimes. True. Which is part
2: of her appeal. I, love I mean, there was almost, like, a gothic aspect to the film. What do you mean? Well, well it, just,
0: it opens with her mom showing her, her uh, scrapbook of all the obituaries true. that she is mm-hmm. correct.
2: I believe the word is emo. Emo? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, emo is early, that is the early 2000s, yes. Yeah, true. Um, and yeah, they
1: almost cast... Um, the lead singer of Evanescence, mm-hmm. as her role. Oh, really? I'm just
2: kidding. Oh, well, yeah. really you got me on that one. <laughs> She's um, Australian.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're yeah. still waiting yeah. on what our guest. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any personal news, Drake?
1: Um, looking for a new job. So if anyone listening to this is a restaurant manager on the Upper East Side who's not a total um, fascist, DM me at the Tony <laughs> Awards on Instagram. <laughs> Anyways. Ooh,
0: we, st- we have to we have a shout out. Oh, um, we do, we do, we do. We finally got a listener who is not our friend. Mm-hmm. Uh her name is Brenda Natalie and she follows us on Instagram. And Muriel's wedding did not work on any of her personal streaming platforms. Which is how we know that she's listening. So, because she asked us about it. So, Brenda,
1: shout out to you.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you. For you being are a amazing. Fan. You're a miracle. We,
1: you are a miracle. Thank you for finding us in the world wide web.
0: This is crazy.
1: Sincerely, uh, I mean that.
0: No, it really is. I was like, is this somebody's cousin?
1: Is <laughs> Muriel's cousin?
0: Is Muriel's cousin? Yeah.
1: All right, we could just start talking about yeah, the movie. Yeah, we can
0: just start talking about the movie. So, Japanese Story is today's movie. It was released in 2003, written by Allison Tilson, directed by Sue Brooks, and it's oh. about, uh, what? All female? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Our guest Hello. is here. Hello, yeah. our guest has arrived. Hello. Sit on down. Yep,
1: mic's rolling. Nice to meet you. I'm nice <laughs> Jake. <meet> you. Sorry, <laughs> I'm late, guys. No problems. It's
0: okay. Thanks for having me. Okay. Um, so, we left off on describing the plot of the movie, uh a Japanese Story written by Alison Tilson directed by Sue Brooks, and the plot is uh, I should really write these out in advance because I end up just rambling on every episode
1: and then skipping to the end. And of then the plot. skipping to the
0: end. <laughs> Basically, this this is a movie where Toni Collette plays a geologist. Um, is that what she is? Yeah. She, sa- <laughs> she, she says it to her business partner when he tells her to be a tour guide for a oh. Japanese yeah, band. Yeah, they, they work in geology uh, she says, software. She says, I'm a geologist to oh. not a geisha, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is I, pretty xenophobic.
1: I was thrown by the geisha part.
3: I yeah. didn't hear the... Geologist it, it actually confused me. I thought she was a geologist, like just a geologist, and then she's like selling software. So it was it took me like right. half the movie to figure
1: out what she was actually. And then doing. she's like a chauffeur.
0: Yeah. They're um the her job isn't like particularly relevant to this movie, except for the fact that like she is um her like ex's business partner and she has oh. been sort of reduced to um, a tour guide for so a Japanese businessman. Yeah, either.
3: I didn't get that either. She has been
0: reduced <laughs> to uh, a tour guide for a Japanese businessman who has flown over and they're trying to convince him to buy some software. There's some moment um, very early on in the movie where Tony like, is explaining the situation to somebody and she's like, yeah, we used to fuck like before he was uh, married.
1: I'm sensing a trend. Yeah. Oh wait, real quick. Tell us about yourself.
0: Tell us about yourself, Andy. Hey guys. Do you have any personal news going on?
3: <laughs> personal news? I'm, are we doing plugs or just like, how's we'll my We'll do day? plugs at the end. Yeah. How's plugs your day going, going right now? Yeah. Uh, my day's going good. Uh, I was obviously a little bit late. Sorry guys. Uh-huh. Uh, in Japanese, you can say gomen nasai. Ah. Um, but other than that, it's been a pretty good day. Um, I'm excited because this weekend I'm going to a friend's wedding. So Ooh. there's that to look forward to. I love
0: love. Yeah.
3: Well, do you have any previous experience with Toni Collette? I don't actually. So um, to <sighs> be to be fully honest, I had to look up who she was.
1: I know. I know. Listen, you're not the first and you <laughs> yeah. won't be the last. That's comforting.
0: <laughs> you guys are so nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, we just started talking about the movie. What Mm -hmm. were all of our first impressions of the movie as it was beginning? As it started? Yeah, I guess. I was
1: bored. (laughs) But like not in a bad way. I was just like I was I don't really know what's going on. I like I'm like, I know it'll take me there at some point, but like I didn't really get all I got was that she was just so over everything. Yeah. Well the first shot of the movie
0: is it starts very, very slowly, no dialogue. Mm. It's just hiramitsu in a car uh, for a while he gets out puts a self timer on a camera takes a selfie of him just standing like with a straight face in front of a landscape
1: i didn't s- see that i didn't see that either is that what? in the movie sam it was
0: i, was I right? don't think Extended it's in edition. the voodoo version oh yeah or Vodo, whatever. voodoo whatever it's a free yeah.
1: streaming did you guys watch it on that no i watched that on uh, prime so did you see this scene sam mm-hmm. That does not happen in this. Wow. In that, like, no. So have, what's I'm, the? What is it? We're gonna what, have two narratives What is the now? movie oh. open on for you guys? Um, the, the the landscape drone thing, but there's no shot of him. It just cuts to Tony. Oh. Um, Tony waking yeah. up. It did feel abrupt though. Now that I think back on it.
3: It it was like a, like a nice serene landscape mm-hmm. shot. Um, but yeah, it was kind of abrupt. I didn't really know what was going on.
1: Yeah, why would he be doing that anyway? Because he was just arriving later.
0: Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah, well, well, uh, we'll have to ask. Once the we are introduced to Tony, um, her name in the movie is Sandy, and she goes to her mom's house where her mom is making a scrapbook of obituaries.
1: Very, very interesting. Andrew has some thoughts on that, right?
2: I do. I do. Um, so. <laughs>
0: Right, Andrew, <laughs> you're going to contribute to the podcast, right? Well,
2: yes, I am. <laughs> no. He already has. I already have. Sam. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, death is death is a framing device in this movie. Um, it's that and loneliness are the two, I guess, primary um, existential states uh, that's that's driving the characters in the movie. And um, I mean, we can elaborate upon that in in, in a little bit, but I think. You know, at the end of the day, it's either concerns about death, whether it's they're trapped in the desert Uh um, or later on um, when our our Japanese businessman uh, unfortunately uh, (laughs) dies Um, and and the loneliness that brings them together that actually directs the action of how these two characters act throughout uh, the entire film, I think. That is true.
1: I actually later when the obituary scrapbook was brought back up, I was like, Oh my god, the movie's been about death the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even remember that mm-hmm. scene. Whether that was relevant or not, it helped something. Okay, we're just gonna move on. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say there. Yeah. Um so what's after that?
0: Um after that, uh Tony goes to work. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. her business partner, who is this Bid. guy? Bed, who is this guy? Who she used to fuck, but then he got married, so now they don't fuck anymore. I um,
1: uh, have to mention real quick: it's another Australian movie. Um, oh yeah, it her, takes place in Australia. She, it's an Australian
0: movie. Everybody's her Australian. dialect
1: is the most aggressively Australian it's been in a while. So yeah. she's back at it again. It was
0: great.
2: I I have a quick question though. Yeah. So this movie was released in two thousand three. But I kind of got the sense that it took place maybe five or ten years prior to the mm. release of the movie. I didn't know if anybody had thoughts on that. It's just between the music choices, which was kind of odd for a, mo- for a movie in the early 2000s. Because yeah. it was definitely... Um, it
0: just chalked it up to Australia. It could be. Being behind. I mean, they
2: could be behind ten years. <laughs> they but also tend to at, act like they are. Yeah. Right. and But at the same time, concerns about Japanese finance coming mm. into Australia... And you had the Japanese economic crash in, the like, 96 or 97. So I actually would be curious to see, you know, how much uh, economic entanglement you had between the two countries in 2003. So I kind of assumed up until later in the film that it was taking place in, like, 92 or something like that.
1: It did feel a little—I mean, that makes sense that they would have had the idea for this movie based on that. Mm -hmm. But they just weren't clear on the, like, time.
2: Frame, yeah, at no point do yeah. they actually. Um, at no
0: point does Tony Collette say, "Listen, babe, it's 2002." <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that they filmed it in 2002 and released it in 2003. Yeah, she's that like, "You have to it. stop treating me like you
1: know." They filmed it in '92 and released it in 2003.
0: Yeah,
2: well, it was probably it, it, was, it was yeah it was probably <laughs> being written throughout it the late '90s. The that's true. <laughs> that makes sense. Somebody sat on it for a long time until well, there's decided to one. There's that one scene it.
1: where the. Racist rowboat. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Guy is talking about. Yeah, that was his, a little much. Yeah, he's yeah. like his wife didn't want to buy any Japanese products and like blah 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 because of I guess because of World War II they were referencing or was mm-hmm. it something else? Yeah, it was World yeah. War II, yeah. yeah. Which is a ripple effect even until 2003, I guess, in Australia.
0: Yeah, that was really strange. um
1: Yeah, it kind of was an isolated scene. Now that I think about it, yeah. I mean. A well, there's of the tons movie. of like
0: instances. Not tons, but there's also um, the scene where they're like online for lunch, and some random guy is like, <laughs> "Give him chopsticks."
1: Oh yeah, and yeah. It's like, like well, because Tony herself's initially kind of
0: racist, racist,
1: um, naming geishas and whatever, and it's like more of a cultural like, um, what's the word like, inter. I don't know cooperation international magical cooperation uh, <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying to say like a cultural um cultural exchange yes there oh. we go <laughs> cultural exchange kind of movie um that had some good moments because he also showed him kind of um being a little less than polite about her yeah on the
2: phone which was he on the phone with his wife I don't think so. I think no, he was Go ahead. No, I think it was a business partner. Right. And it sounded he, like a business call. Yeah. He's
1: talking about her butt and her eyes and it's just like weird and What? He's talking about her size of her butt. Does he? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Japanese.
0: Wait, did they have like a like subtitles for the Japanese yes. dialogue? Mm-hmm. <gasps> because my version Wait, didn't. What? So so, you were just so the version that I watched whenever people were talking in Japanese like you didn't know what they were saying. So I wrote a note. I was like I was like the lack of subtitles for the Japanese dialogue is so smart because it serves to align the audience with Tony and feel her isolation. Oh. But then you realize that Hiromitsu is isolated too whenever people are talking in like English very fast around him and they either huh. think that he can understand mm-hmm. or they just don't care.
1: Interesting point because that scene kind of put me off to him a little bit for a while. Meanwhile, you were like, oh, he's just, like, lonely.
0: I have I have, I have so many <laughs> yeah. notes where I'm like, obviously he thinks she's a cab driver. He can't speak English. But then later on you're like, oh, wait, he can.
1: He can. He, yeah, to the extent he can speak he's English like, is a yeah, little He's, like, murky, conversational, not yeah.
0: exactly fluent. Right.
1: Yeah, no, he talked about the size of her butt and... <gasps> Someone asked him when he leans over, like what color her eyes were, and he looks and he's like, blue. That's when he like weirdly looks in her eyes.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. He was
3: literally like, I think, reporting to his boss and then just got bored and Mm -hmm. was like, oh, I can do this. I can just like, oh my God. Talk in my native language in front of her (gasps) and get away with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of put me off to him too.
3: Yeah.
0: Dude.
1: I also. Like obviously she wasn't just his driver and then I don't even think he really knew yeah. she was trying to sell him the software because when she tries it one time, she sits down like, let's look at this software, you know, and then he's like, I want to go driving <laughs> in the desert. But
2: yeah, they, they showed the rock that they that they extracted. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I want to yeah, check yeah. that out. And she's like, oh, that's that's like 10 hours away. Yeah. God, Australia is so big. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah
0: um, yeah, so things kind of come to a point. Uh, when they go driving uh, in the outback and he wants to go further and she says, no, it's dangerous the road Which, there's not really any road dangerous there. yeah And he's like, I want to go anyway. And she's <laughs> like, oh fine. And then they get stuck. Um and they have to stay there overnight, which I thought that the rest of the movie was going to be them yeah. like trying to survive in the desert. I
2: thought it was like 107 <laughs> hours.
0: Yeah, but then they get out like a day later, and they become friends.
1: See, <laughs> I knew
2: it wasn't going to be like that because I watched the trailer before I saw the movie. <gasps> oh, why? <gasps> yeah. I... yeah.
0: Fucked up.
2: I wanted to see what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, about a Jap- <laughs> it's a Japanese, <laughs> Japanese story. story. What else do you need to Come know? on. <laughs> I figured they'd get off it, you know get out at some point. So. I thought they were gonna.
0: I thought the whole thing was gonna be like. I
2: thought they were gonna have sex,
1: um, earlier.
0: Like on the dirt. On the
1: dirt. On the, <laughs> um, and I would
0: have been really upset because I would have been like, "Have you heard of a yeast infection?"
1: Especially when he was like, "It's gonna be negative five degrees tonight." Oh my god. And I thought one but of them was Celsius. gonna be like body heat, body heat. <laughs> it's not really negative five degrees. I know it's like
3: forty. He also said it gets the coldest before dawn, and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna fuck yeah. for sure." <laughs> but then they
2: didn't. I know. But then they did.
0: This movie <laughs> edged that, us. That, that
2: was only after. So the the whole thing about it getting stuck, I I viewed that as like, so <clears throat> I mean later in the film he says, "You know, I'm very sad at home. I feel very isolated." The outback
0: is his marriage.
2: Yeah, and, uh-huh. then, and then what you see earlier in the film at the beginning is Tony Collette's living kind of a, a pretty isolated, just like workaholic life. She lives uh-huh. with her mom, right?
0: Oh yeah, she won't even play tennis with her friends. Yeah,
2: yeah, so, right. you know, there's the, the only um, interaction that you really see her having is with her answering machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of these people have, I mean, their lives are kind of stuck. And you have the metaphor of the car getting stuck in the, in the ground, and then they are able to unstick it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they um, yeah. start to form a bond and a well, friendship with one another.
0: Yeah. I was about to say it's not really together because he's the one who makes the weird ramp. But she's the one who tells him not to abandon the car. Right. Which I was like, I was very shaken up by that because my first thought when they got stuck was start walking, look for help.
1: Right, so you would be.
0: I would die.
1: <laughs> I think we would probably get stuck in Australia. We would
0: get stuck have. in Australia and we would die immediately. We would die immediately. We would like, we'd get like bitten by a scorpion in our sleep.
1: Yeah, I could never. I couldn't, I don't even know how to fix like a car that's like just on the highway.
0: I don't even know how to fix a printer.
1: <sighs> wow. <laughs> Wasn't it an electric car, too? It doesn't matter. I
3: don't
0: know.
1: It sounds like you learned a lot about yourselves from this movie,
0: too.
3: I did. I did. I did.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's talk about...
0: Let's talk about that sex scene. Wait, before the sex scene,
1: we learn about the word hi.
0: Yeah. H-A-I. Yeah.
1: Anyways, they teach each other language. I think it's cute. Oh, yeah, they teach each other I like movies when people are, like, learning languages from
0: each other. Yeah. And then they have sex. Okay, what were you going to say? Then they have sex. (laughs) (laughs) The... (laughs) It, it just made me think of my sophomore mm. year acting class. Um, As many college. things in many of these movies do. Yeah, so. because <laughs> in, co- in my sophomore year acting class in college, two people were doing a scene where they were like, there's like a make out during the scene. Sure. And they were smiling at each other before the two actors. And our teacher stopped them and was like, you never smile when you're making love. If you're about to have sex with somebody and they're smiling, you run the other way. Remember that I told you this. Which, in my later experiences, turned out to be truly false. But in this movie, they're having, like, the most depressed sex Mm. that I could ever possibly imagine. They're just, like, they just both kind of look miserable the entire time. Which makes sense, I guess, for Hiromitsu because he's married.
1: Right, but we don't know that yet.
0: Yeah, we don't know that yet. But like in retrospect, it's like, oh, okay. I have
2: a
1: lot of interesting thoughts about the sex scene.
0: Let's talk about the sex scene. It was. F- Let's everybody go around the room, okay. and describe the sex scene in one word. Jake.
1: Um, can I use two words? Sure. Female gaze.
0: Andrew.
2: Same pants.
0: <laughs> Andy. Tentative. Sick. So sick is your word. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my word. Uh, I forget my word, but I think they said it. Depressed. Oh, I, uh, I didn't
1: think it was depressing. So here's what happened. The scene Not depressing, but they
0: seemed like with not him. into
1: it. He's like in bed, and she's. The camera follows her hand rubbing his nipple. And I just
3: Can we was... say
0: nipple on the podcast?
1: I don't think so.
3: I already said the F word, so apologies. if <laughs> We can say fuck, but not okay. nipple. <laughs> we, can say, we can say
0: fuck. Uh, oh. We can say taint, but we can't say perineum.
1: What? <laughs>
0: I can't even say that. Perineum is perineum. like the medical word for it. For really? For taint. I yep. thought it
1: was just taint.
0: I learned that in my senior year acting class with Antonio Suarez. He said that the root chakra was located in, in the taint.
1: I think that at first, uh, SNL taught me it was called Ass Ball Connection, ABC. <laughs> anyway, um, so she's rubbing <laughs> her hand along his nipple and body, and it's just very female gaze. It was like, now it makes sense, the female director thing, that it was so woke oh, yeah. for like a sex scene That's in 2003, true. because it was like, first of all, also she was the dom. Do we notice that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. first of all, then Obviously. To- Tony's boobs return. Tony's she's, boobs. They're in almost every movie Thank she's God. in. You guys, they always look the same. Um, amazing. Yeah. She has really good boobs. And I mean that completely objectively and like so supportive.
0: You mean that in the most homosexual way possible?
1: Yeah. 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 Um. She, anyway, and then I was confused because she took her pants off and then put them on. Well, she put his
2: pants on. His pants on, yeah. 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 His but pants.
1: Then she starts to have sex with him wearing his pants. Mm-hmm. How? I I had the same question.
0: <laughs> I was wondering that too. Because maybe she mounts like, him. She undid the zipper,
3: maybe. It's got to be a long and zipper. And then
0: like shifted. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe
3: she undid the top and like like angled it downwards. Probably. I was just. Confused. Maybe they didn't
0: even fuck.
1: Well, now that I know Maybe for they sure they were his They pants. Just yeah. They just dry humped. Now that I know for sure they were his pants, that completely adds a whole layer to this this um, relationship. Mhm. I wasn't thinking about before. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it, but I thought it wasn't I thought I was reading too much into it. But I'm confused.
0: Yeah. They
1: didn't explore that enough. Yeah. I would change the entire plot of this movie and I will tell you why later. Okay. But anyway, they well, have sex.
0: Um <laughs>
1: my mom has been listening to this discussion of this scene for the last five minutes, so we can move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's all uh talk about the first time we ever had sex with a married person. Just kidding. Okay, uh do we want to talk some more about the weird racist on the rowboat?
1: I don't really want to talk about him They
0: anymore. go on a rowboat with a random dude and he just starts saying racist things. And then Which
1: such of course he does, like they're fully isolated, like on a lake,
0: they're in the middle of a lake, and
1: they yeah, can't yeah. leave him well,
2: i mean they're they're traveling around now i mean they, the the yeah. whole pretense of them <clears throat> doing this for business has been completely abandoned, yeah, they're like <laughs> staying in hotels
1: and yeah, she they're just exploring what baked beans are,
0: yeah,
1: um, oh, taking wait. a lot of photographs together, yes, mm. on film, yes, on film,
0: okay, um. A great moment is when he tells her that he has a wife and children, and Tony just goes, "Do you love her?"
1: Mm. Straight at it, just
3: straight just at it.
0: very straightforward, and I really appreciated it.
1: I like that she didn't really care, because they were like they were kind of just out of their, they were like transcending their own kind of space and time with this this journey they were on.
0: It was like they were they were going through one of those things where, like, okay. <laughs> Do we think that Hiramitsu is a good person? No. No. Um,
1: I don't really think she is either.
0: No, she's not. But the entire time, all I could think of was, like, how he would be explaining this to his wife if she found out. Being like, babe, you don't understand. We were in the outback. And when you're out there in the (laughs) nature, it's like everything else disappears.
1: It's literally true, though.
0: It was purely physical, but also spiritual, mm-hmm. like one of those things.
1: It was a buddy road movie
2: for sure.
0: It was a.
1: <laughs> it was well, like I, Green I, Book.
2: Yeah, I I think the fact that you know they, he got scared by the fact that he very well could have died out there, mm-hmm. and oh, he did. Yeah. I I think there's something about the fact that, well, yes, but er, earlier <laughs> on in the on. desert, <laughs> in the in the desert. <laughs> But I I do think that if if that had not happened, they mm-hmm. they would not have uh, either dry humped or, or fucked each other. Oh yeah. No, you're right, you're yeah, right. It's you're like right. a shared experience. Well,
0: they also thing. wouldn't have like been able to stand each other.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. You gotta.
0: They they like in a way it was necessary for them to almost die in order to break down each other's walls. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. I I knew was gonna happen. Which
0: Tony probably had walls up for good reason because he was talking about her body in Japanese too. Well, you um, didn't know that. I didn't, but now that I know
2: <laughs> Tony
1: didn't. True. Tony yeah. didn't. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about Tony
0: should have listened to her instincts. The
1: death is interesting because I didn't see it coming, which was but did anybody see it coming? I oh actually...
0: I fucking Okay, here's what here's what <laughs> happened. Get it out. <sighs> You know how sometimes with the Putlocker like bootleg links, oh, yeah. um, if you're watching them on one of those sketchy websites, the audio gets ahead of the video. <gasps> so whenever I look at one, whenever I find a link, I skip forward like an hour into the movie just mm. to make sure that the audio and the video has lined up. So I skipped literally right to the moment that she's dragging his body out of oh, the water.
2: No. So
0: I was like, "This guy fucking dies." Oh,
2: that's worse than watching the trailer. Yeah, the guy did. So wait, what happened?
0: So I kn- so so I knew like the exact moment at which he was going to wait, die. You,
3: so you knew he died, but you didn't know what he was saying about her during the movie.
0: True. Yes. Interesting. Okay. What, what were was were your you
3: experience say? with you, this? Andy? You thought he might. So I it totally caught me off guard. Yeah. Um, I thought I actually had to go back and, like, watch it again. Right. Because I had, like, glanced away. Same. And I I thought he, like, slipped on a root or something or, like, hit his head before he went into the water. Right. But it was also weird because, like, she seemed to know that it was a bad idea to jump in
1: there before he did that. Right. Well, you're not supposed to dive in shallow water. True. True. that's what i assumed yeah it was. but it's also
0: like i think that it's like um where she had jumped in was like normal but where yeah. he had tried to dive in was like literally like a foot of water or i something. didn't really yeah.
1: buy that he would immediately die from that though.
0: neither did i i watched it <laughs> like a few times because i was like wait like is that how I-, I thought he
1: was putting
3: pulling a prank on her
1: I thought
0: yeah, he was like, too. Was I like, was
2: older oh, in love. Out. Yeah, like, <laughs> so he's just gonna like. And
1: it was also like, there were 40 minutes left in the movie, and I was like, are you serious? Yeah.
2: Brother?
3: Oh,
1: yeah. So, does he, is it apparent in the trailer, Andrew, that he dies?
2: No. Okay. It's not. Interesting. Oh. In the trailer, um, it, was it Baird? Is that his name? Oh yeah, Baird. The, the, Baird. The, 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 Baird. The, the guy. Baird. Who, Baird. Yeah, the business um, Baird and so so the the way the trailer works is like oh they're like together now and you know they're they're exploring together, and then it intimates that something happens, mm-hmm. and it then cuts to Baird saying like what the hell were you doing out there? So I actually uh, thought it was gonna be like. She got involved in some sort of crime syndicate. Oh. <laughs> she, in the she joined the yakuza. The out- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, um, because it showed it, it. The trailer also showed a shot of what turned out to be uh, his wife. Oh yeah. So I thought, yeah. um, and you know, after that they they showed Baird saying that, and um, I had to piece it together, and I did not I did not piece that together. It was very shocking. It was like, what I know. I made a note of like this. Why is this always
1: happening to Tony Clut? She has these horrible tragedies come out of the blue in like all of her movies, yeah. And she's always just her grief whale is the most (laughs) uncomfortable to watch all Mm -hmm. the time, and she always does it.
0: And she always does it perfectly.
1: Yeah. Did you you, did you see Hereditary last year? I did not. I did not. She's in that, and she's a grief whale that is pretty legendary. (gasps) I don't even want to think about it. But that's what I'm saying. In a lot of her movies, she's fully the master of ugly crying and like screaming. In the most uncomfortable way. Yeah. It was. It was great. I.
3: I was listening to the movie uh, with headphones on. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I had to like just like take one out <laughs> to make sure that it wasn't too loud to disturb my roommate.
0: Oh yeah. So wild. God. And then so she like drags his corpse. She she drags his corpse out of the water <clears throat> into the trunk of her car and just starts driving him around looking for a hospital, which was so morbid. In, introduces a segment that I would like to call Saskia's Australia Corner because. <laughs> Many times while we're watching Australian movies for this podcast, I have to DM my Australian friend Saskia (laughs) and ask her questions about Australia. The first one, having been for Dirty Deeds when nobody knew what pizza was, uh, I had to DM her and be like, do you guys have pizza in Australia? And every time I do it, she loses a little bit more respect for me. (laughs) Uh, So I had to DM her yesterday and say, hey... Do they have 911 in Australia? And if so, how effective is it? Like would it occur to you to call it right when something happened? And she was like, "Yeah, we have 000. I've called it so many times." And I was <laughs> like, I was like, "Okay, so like if you're with somebody and they die, you call 000." And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "All right, but Apparently, according to uh, the Roger Ebert review of this movie, uh, <laughs> the death scene takes place like in the middle of nowhere. Where like there's nobody around for miles. So she has to yeah. like
1: I mean I got that, but I also Oh, I didn't it was...
0: get it at all. I was like, "Oh, she's going to call 911." And well, then I but was remember
1: like, "Remember how they didn't even have cell service in the Outback earlier?"
0: Oh, I thought that he was Oh. Yeah, but that was like before. <clears> that was another I was a
1: little thrown because right before this the death scene, he they I thought they were like at like a bed and breakfast. Yeah. So I thought they were not too far from town.
0: Yeah. So she, so so she lugs his body into the car. But I guess and he was still pretty driving it around.
1: I don't know. Obviously he died before, you know, he was already dead when she dragged him out. So it wasn't like. Obviously she couldn't really call anyone. But it was weird when she just drove into that town, being like, "What do you do with a dead body?" Yeah.
0: yeah. I was
1: like so nervous she was gonna lose it again when like I, I can't imagine going through that. God.
0: It's such a Tony trope, also, to have a character driving around with a dead body in their car. Okay, I don't want to
1: think
0: about this that is again. true. This is true. <laughs> it happens so many times.
1: Oh, is that in the other one? Is that in *Little Sunshine* too? It uh, is.
0: I'm not. Oh, god damn it! I know.
2: He I remember that it? vaguely. I oh, did that.
0: you see it?
1: I've seen like oh, sorry, a Jake. couple scenes. No, it's fine. I know and, uh... that it's Alan Alda.
2: We'll assume there's an eighty percent chance that an all Tony. Clark I don't films think it's Alan Alda. A... Isn't it the grandpa? Uh, no. Al- Alan Alda. Either Alda or Arkin. No, Alan, it's Arkin. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. <laughs> I Alan Alda. No, it is, Ald- no, yeah. it is Alan, Alan Alda. No, 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 no. It's Alan. No, it's it's Alan Arkin. Arkin. Alan Alda was um. He was Mash. You cannot convince me they are not the same person. <laughs> no. Yes, I can.
0: <laughs> this is like how um Ed Harris and James Cann are the same person. Yeah.
1: No, I thought Ed Harris was the same person as Woody Harrelson.
0: Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah.
1: yeah. But only visually.
0: Uh, one thing that I really, really liked about um, Hero's death scene was how, like, blunt it was. There's no mm-hmm. music at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Her pulling him out, I think, is just one take. Right. There's no cuts. Mm. It's very, It was so like, gross. Yeah, and it's, like, not, like, showy at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, um. like... It's it's horrifying in its boringness, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: it's very long. It's yeah. like a long take.
0: And all the scenes with, um, hero, are generally, like more visually appealing and more dynamic than the other scenes. Is something that I noticed. Like, mm. I think just because of like the plot of the movie, like all the scenes with him take place outside. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all a lot more just generally visually True. appealing and interesting to the eye but they also go on way longer. Whereas any scene that doesn't have him in it, like Tony talking to her tennis friend or to her mom or something seems to cut off kind of abruptly, kind of arbitrarily right. sort of helping with the impression that Tony has kind of been sleepwalking her way through life mm-hmm. until mm. um, she met him, right. which doesn't even like, like it's not like they loved each other, but I think that they just sort of made each other aware of how lonely they were.
1: And it's just, like, he became so important to her so quickly and then in multiple ways because they bonded. They had a near-death... They essentially had a near-death experience and then they got out of it and then they banged and twice and then (laughs) (laughs) he died in her arms, basically. So, like, she, you know... She went through a lot. I didn't yeah. love the last third of the movie because oh, neither did I. It was I. so slow and like all the beats, like the funeral. I didn't
0: like her talking to his wife.
1: I didn't either. I didn't need it. We didn't know her.
0: Like the wife shows up and 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 it it makes me mad because I'm because I'm just kind of like dude. Stay away from her. Yeah. Like, well, she wanted the photos. <laughs> she wanted the photos <laughs> fucked yeah. up. And then the wife, like, looks at the photos and understands what happened between the two of them. Yeah. And then Tony goes to, like, see her at the airport and. Just starts talking to her in, like, broken Japanese that she got out of, like, a Japanese-to-English dictionary. And she says
1: she's sorry because it's her fault. Yeah, she says she's and sorry. And you're never, a as a representative of a company, never supposed to apologize for an accident <laughs> yeah, that happens because you get sued. But, um,
0: she, she says, like, he told me such good things about you, about what a good wife you are. And it's, like, just imagine, like, the poor woman being, like, okay, but I know you fucked him. <laughs>
1: I don't think she even I don't think their marriage was in a good place at all.
0: Yeah, but still Well I
1: mean yeah, I'm just saying I feel like I got literally zero emotion from the wife. I mean she cried at the funeral but there wasn't really character there, so I didn't really need her to give Tony forgiveness, if that makes sense plot wise.
3: The most emotion you saw from her was in the the taxi cab Mm -hmm. and she just lost it. Oh,
1: that was true. That was yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know, I just didn't need her in the movie. But it's not my fault. I mean, it's not her (laughs) fault.
0: (laughs) Like, I feel for her. She had children with this man. Yeah. I, like, uh, I just felt so bad for her. And then, like, God, when they're in the car and uh, Tony and Hero, and she says, do you love her? Um, And he says, I wrote it down. He goes, there's no need to say it. When you say it, it, it's not so true. Which is a bullshit cop-out answer. Right. Somebody needs to teach him about the love languages.
1: Did anybody think... Okay, well, the movie ends. She gets a letter from him. The wife gives Tony a letter from him that he wrote. I guess they found yeah. it on his in his belongings. He's like, my heart is open.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is so sad because it's like he was looking forward to living a full life. Yeah. yeah. And then he just didn't... <laughs>
2: I I like the scene at the end where she stays behind and mm. watches him, and so he's just in a in a box amongst other boxes, right. just being passed back into the the global supply chain. And yeah. Essentially, what it, I mean it was like <clears throat> so removed from um, all the death practices that that typically true. have. Right? It's just you yeah. put him in a box, and it's no different from a FedEx box, and wow, just yeah. went right, right onto a plane.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when they put the ark <laughs> in Never the seen warehouse. That movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is that
0: a what? Indiana uh, Jones. Is it Indiana Jones Indiana Indiana. Okay. Yeah. It's an Indiana Jones? Okay. It's I was about Okay, cuz I was about to say I was like it's not a Noah's Ark type thing, is it?
1: <laughs> Another biblical
3: ark. Okay. <laughs> it does make you think twice about what is actually stored on the plane that
1: you're in. Ooh. Oh yeah. Corpses. Mm-hmm. They put the corpses next to the live animals.
0: I hope so.
3: And this um, unclear. Geez. Unclear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I never worked in uh, <laughs> aircraft key? maintenance. Ooh, um, the, the,
0: uh, <laughs> the scene where she, like, yells at... I couldn't tell if it was her coworker or, like, her assistant... Oh, yeah. ...who was, like, punching in the, like, expenses that they had done. Um, and, she, and she yells... Um, she's saying to her assistant... Uh, this whole like hero diet, it didn't just happen to him it happened to me too it did and then it cuts to Baird talking to her I thought that that was a very clever way to mm-hmm. like um, cut between the two scenes and it's
1: fucked up that they wouldn't expect her to want to be involved she yeah. was literally the one who like was there yeah and I feel bad for her because she's the one who wanted to get in the water
0: oh yeah.
1: yeah she has to live with that
0: final thoughts on the movie final thoughts
3: i i enjoyed it i thought it was a little bit slow Mm -hmm. um i actually (laughs) i fell asleep yeah uh the first time Mm -hmm. like i got i got probably a third of the way into the movie and then i just woke up and i was like that was a weird dream um (laughs) 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 but overall like uh it was my first Tony experience. Okay. Um, not a terrible one. No. A very dramatic one. A lot of ugly crying uh, involved. You saw what she's probably best at. Yeah. Um, I did a bit of research after this movie. I did not know she was in Sixth Sense, mm-hmm. so it also I learned something from this movie. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I looked it up on Rotten Tomatoes, got like a what, sixty seven. I think I'd agree with that. That's like That's fresh, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was fresh. There was I definitely <laughs> remember a picture of a tomato there. <laughs> um yeah, that'd be about what I'd give it. It was like it didn't feel like it was bad acting. It just uh-huh. felt
1: like a little slow at times. It was I feel – so my thing is, like, I didn't really – I just didn't love the twist of him dying. I didn't really see what it gave – I would have – I mean, I I see what they did with it and why they did it. But for me, I feel like it would have been more interesting to complete their relationship and then have him leave, maybe? I know it's not as dramatic, but, like, there could have been more – I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's not the... I didn't go into this movie expecting that, which I guess is the point, but it it felt weird. It felt cheap to me. I don't know. I didn't love the plot. Acting was fine. I mean, acting was good. The plot was fine. That's my thought.
0: I really liked uh, the way that uh, the actor playing Sue kind of cycled between, like, seriousness and comedy. Yeah. I thought that he transitioned between the two of them pretty seamlessly in a way that really couldn't have been easy. Right. Because there are a couple of different moments where he's being very, like, stern, and then suddenly will, like, throw the map to the back of the car and be like, all right! Yeah. (laughs) And he made it Uh, he he really made it work.
1: He did. He was really good. appreciated, yeah. And they had really good chemistry, actually.
0: They had really good chemistry, yeah.
2: yeah. What about you, Andrew? I like the structure of the film actually, um, so I thought it was a small film, which is okay, and I'm I'm okay with kind of slow burns. Um, but I think it may not have been executed as well as other movies on this theme. But I really think it it comes down to what do, you know, how do lonely people deal with with death? Right. Um, so whether or not i i was i was okay with with the death scene oh i get that now because it's like no one's able to help her yeah because she's alone yeah. and i think too with the, with the isolation um it leads you to do things that if maybe if you weren't so lonely um it wouldn't be as morally compromising mm.
0: oh and that does make sense so
2: i think just between those two elements it was kind of okay let's set these characters in motion and see what happens um you know of course it could I think it could have been executed a little bit better in, in some areas or not but I think overall the the film actually worked pretty well for me
1: I think we should all vote to rename the movie though um I find the title Japanese story to be a little condescending <laughs> yeah to the subject matter it's like weird like why is it called that is it Australia's first movie ever to feature a Japanese person? Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, person?
0: yeah that is a good point.
1: I mean, we've been afraid of covering this movie for a few months now because it's, it's like, because what we, is it I about? I keep seeing
0: it on the list and <laughs> and and being like... like. Is
1: she playing a Japanese woman? Honestly? <sighs> I'm so glad she didn't. Thank God. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, for the first like 20 minutes of this movie, every time race was even vaguely mentioned... I was taking note of it, being like, "This is bad. It, it it was very, um, yeah.
1: I would call it alone in the desert. <laughs> love outback,
2: Ooh, Ooh. love love comma love, outback,
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
3: I, I, <laughs> just just throwing out ideas there. Outback love, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> outback sex house.
3: Outbacked sex house. Yeah. That's the one. That's, <laughs> As opposed
0: that's definitely to the one.
1: House. We're loving the dessert. That'd be cute. Aw. Um, Does
0: desert
1: dessert? Ooh, desert desserts.
0: Um, Just deserts? Why? Just deserts. Uh, why you shouldn't go into business with people you used to fuck?
1: Why you our, shouldn't drive off the path.
0: Our female <laughs> listeners will know that experience of when you fuck a guy and all of a sudden he doesn't see you as that much of a person anymore. Mm. Anyway, let's move on to awards. Awards. Uh, here on the Tony Awards, we deliver three awards to each movie. Uh, first one being best prop. So, Andrew, what was your best prop?
2: Uh, for me, it was the car.
0: Word the
3: car? Probably the phone. Hmm. The phone. Which that, phone? That,
2: uh, the Nokia. That had.
1: Ah, the Nokia phone.
0: Yeah. Uh, my best prop was the ramp of sticks that Hiro builds to get them out of the desert. Because mm-hmm. it shouldn't have worked, but it did.
1: <laughs> Actually, my best prop was the plane... That the film crew used as a visual for the last two minutes of the movie. <laughs> they were like, let's have Tony, we'll book this whole wing of this airport and we're gonna have her watch a plane take off. <laughs> and that plane got to be a movie star, <laughs> and whoever was on it.
0: Okay, best Tony moment. Uh, Jake, you go.
1: This is a really random one, but you know, sometimes I'm watching these movies and I'm like, you know, thinking about Tony moments and then like, it happens. I'm like, that was so fast, but that's it. And this was in like the first 40 minutes or like hour. No, 40 minutes this is when she, it's when they're trying again to get out in the desert after the ramp of sticks and stuff. And they like make eye contact and they've pretty much hated each other up to this point. But like she smiles at him for the first time. Cause they're about to try again. And I was like, Oh, bonding. That's cute. And then like, three minutes later they're having sex so I was like oh okay (laughs) guess that was it
0: Uh, my favorite Tony moment was the conversation she has with the undertaker Um, first of all when she goes to the gas station attendant and says do you have a hospital he goes no Uh, and she says do you have an undertaker he goes yeah he's like two feet away and she goes to talk to the undertaker um, and the way her voice cracks when she says what's the procedure for when you have a dead body Mm -hmm. i I thought that, like, it was just absolutely perfect. It's like she's holding it together, she's holding it together, she's holding it together. No, she's not, but, like, she right. kind of is. Well, I knew I that would happen to her very... when she
1: finally talked about it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought that it was very effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, what about you?
3: Uh, I really like the moment when, so it was, like, their, their night stuck in the outback. They thought they were going to die out there, and uh, it's just before dawn, and she's cons- like she's really cold. Uh, but she, like, still hates Hiro, but she ends up just, like, backing her back into his to touch mm. his as, like, a like a nice little compromise, Been like, oh, I hate you, but, you know, like, let's get through this together kind
1: of thing. Hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: I applaud them not having a cliche blanket over you moment
2: in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that is. That was really smart. Me.
0: Yeah. Andrew, what about you?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with the high... Um, dialogue that they had that um, was pretty lighthearted and um, yeah, I enjoyed that.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, now we move on to custom awards. I'm um,
1: sorry. I was okay. So mine, I was gonna go for most like lit tank of gas ever because <laughs> I don't think she ever once needed to fill up her car, um, <laughs> in like the three day misadventure she went on.
2: Yeah, and I, I think the one time she did go to the gas station, it was just to ask for the, for the Undertaker. She didn't right. even fill up. <laughs> but <laughs> earlier she said something was electric in her car. Mm.
1: But I don't oh, buy that. Oh, no, that was the tow. Okay, good. The tow, I was like, yeah. That, that failed. There's no way she's driving an electric car around the Albuquerque. Or the hitch or whatever, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, wow, that gas tank really lasted a long time. Yeah. Diesel. So, Ooh, I have an word. Yeah, what's your word?
0: Okay, my word is most independent children goes to Hiromitsu's children who were ostensibly <laughs> left in Japan while their mother came to pick up their father's body. <laughs> and go to, the, like,
1: they had, like, a service, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. No, children, they didn't.
0: The children were nowhere to be found. Yeah, yeah, And they look young, too. Yeah, and the pictures, maybe they were old pictures.
1: Yeah, she had long hair in the picture.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, who has a custom award who wants to go next?
3: Uh... <sighs> Fight for best it. best random line uh when uh, she was showing Hiro the the mines, he was like, "Oh, it looks like a uh, a Mayan temple," and <laughs> it just caught me off
0: guard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so I,
3: I literally like, snorted. I think when I heard that, because uh, <laughs> it I, it was kind of a, in the way he said it. It was a good testament to like, oh, this displaced, out of touch son of a Japanese business executive who owns this company who's like who has to come here but clearly like has no idea what he's looking at. Right. He's like, oh like, you know, we own these coal mines, but like, this is my first time seeing coal ever, possibly. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that there also, wasn't there like a look shared amongst the other people when he said that where they were like, no, the fuck it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I thought it
1: did. Like those layers.
0: I've never seen a Mayan temple Well, before. you've never seen Indiana or Jones. coal so. or anything. I've never <laughs> been outside before, if, to if be you, If you
3: see a Mayan temple, um, I'd be curious to know if you say, oh, it looks like
1: a coal mine. <laughs> You just think, start thinking about Japanese story and ugly crying.
0: <laughs> I, I, I literally will. Like, I really saying? liked this movie and I really liked Hiro's Death. Oh. No, like, as a, I thought mm. that it was an effective plot okay. device. It didn't feel like, it felt abrupt, but not in a way that was unwelcome. Uh, Andrew, what was your custom award? Oh, uh, so
2: I had actually, um, oh, no, I, I recall what it was. Um, so I think that is what, so they had what had to have been one of the uh, more sad karaoke scenes that I've seen in a movie. Yeah, <gasps> for it sure. Was. I completely forgot about
0: that. No, I mean,
1: that if my depressing life was a movie, scene. there would be a lot of sad karaoke scenes,
2: but
0: I'm so afraid <laughs> but, but Jake, <laughs> of we ha- we have we have more
2: friends than that. So That's we're going to there's just it's it's going to be a bit more there's still more going on. That's true. I you know? oh, wait,
1: so your award is for saddest karaoke scene? If saddest in karaoke. In any movie ever?
2: In any movie I've seen. Definitely <laughs> t- Tony Collette's. God. Yeah. yeah. Didn't she sad. do karaoke in Miro's Wedding?
0: I don't know if she lip syncs or does care. I think that she just lip syncs. Oh down. wow,
1: that was intense. Yeah, that yeah. was. But that, much was, an, that was That wasn't though. It was incredible. That was, that was great a great triumph. It yeah.
0: was. Yeah, it was a triumph. <laughs> it was rejuvenating. <laughs> you should see. You yeah. should watch Muriel's Wedding.
1: That should be your Muriel's first Muriel's Wedding, Tony. Oh my if you want to play Tony, catch up play watch mural's wedding it's cause amazing it's like from 92 it's like her biggest her first big role yeah it's I, her
0: first role period oh a- aside from like the efficiency expert which was like a tv movie <laughs> where she had two lines yeah yeah but okay um now on to our final segment our mm-hmm. second to last segment called is it better than clock watchers with jake jake's favorite movie that we've covered on this Actually, podcast so far has been clock watchers so but jake, now
1: it's updated
0: oh god is it better than than the hours oh is it better than the hours no okay (laughs) now (laughs) on to our final final segment uh we're going to link to everybody's twitters and instagrams and stuff in the show notes so don't you dare plug your twitters or instagrams right now because i'm gonna write them in the thing uh (laughs) but do either of you have any upcoming projects or anything uh ongoing that you want to plug
2: i don't because i'm not in the arts um, and I don't perform. Your um, Twitter is an art
1: piece, though. But I, I was say. told not to mention it. But I will not mention
2: it either. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'll be in the show notes. That's really, that's really <laughs> the only... Um, well, it, I do have one thing. Um, uh, some friends of mine work on um, a, a lit mag out of uh, London called Queen Mobs. They just released a book. Cool. Um, an anthology, uh, along with uh, their sister publication, Berfois. Uh, we've had some um, I've helped them put together some uh, book readings here even though I I myself am am not involved in any of the uh, actual artistic production Um, some of them are are some very good friends of mine so definitely check them out cool Um, very good publication
0: oh yeah Andy what about you
2: Uh, I have two things
3: coming up can I say yes Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. so I do sketch comedy as well uh, and I'm a member of a, an all Asian-American sketch comedy indie team, nice. uh, we're called Overstep. And we have our next show coming up on October 20th, it's a Sunday, uh, 8 p.m. at the Pit. Maybe. And then uh, I'm also on one of the Pit uh, Improv House teams. Uh, we just figured out our name, Stolen Valor, Mondays at 9. Oh my god, Cool. Yeah.
0: I love that name. <laughs>
3: It took us a long time to come
1: up with it, but we, we feel pretty good about it.
3: I really like that. Thank you for plugging uh, fuck something the military, that...
0: military, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for plugging something that uh, our listeners might actually be able to go to because this people will be are always, like, two weeks. <laughs> people are
0: always coming on being like, catch me tonight, uh, a <laughs> magnet, and...
1: That's shade to you, Tucker.
0: This and, is shade directly to Tucker Iverson.
1: Yeah. Catch anyway. me tonight uh, and Tucker... Uh, on our team (laughs) show just kidding oh we can plug though Sam October 31st
0: oh shit on Halloween mine and Jake's (laughs) indie team Tight Principles is competing in cage match at UCB what uh, at like either 1015 or 1030 at night I forget which but we will drop a link in the show notes yep Uh, that's the end of our show so everybody uh, on the count of three do good work in your lives, I don't
1: know. What to On the say. count of three, say, Do good work in your lives. No. <laughs> One, two. Don't three. weaponize my <laughs> shitty Do, phrase, good Do good work, work in your, your lives. lives.
0: Bye, bitch. <laughs>